Welcome to The Unmuted Life, the place where we strive to become the person God has meant us to become and to live in our light, gifting, and talents. I am your host, Stacey Jada. On this episode, we'll be visiting with four women who are collaborating their talents and expertise to help others live their best life. They focus on four key elements, finance, clutter, nutrition, and fitness. And what seems at first glance to be unrelatable, the fact of the matter is they all intertwine in our lives. Each element takes on a physical nature of chaos or harmony based on the same practices. Stay tuned for the pearls of knowledge from today's guests. All right, everybody, thank you for joining me. This is Stacy Jada with The Unmuted Life. I'm really excited because today I actually have some special guests with me. They are on a mission to do something really, really important and impactful. And these ladies, they are, um, what they've done is they've put together a little seminar. And what they want to do is they want to empower people um, to unwrap their lives. And the way I understood it, and they're going to educate me and you, it's the way I understood it as we all get a little wound up too tight. And they're going to help unwind us so that A, we can have a good holiday season, but B, as we go into 2020 and beyond, we're going to have some tools and tips and tricks in order to live a much better life. And as you guys know, on The Unmuted Life, that's what we're about. So we're going to get right to it, and I'm going to have each of my guests um, just inter um, introduce themselves for a second. Tell us what you do um, and what your mission is. And I'm going to start with Leah. And it's Kester. Did I say that right, Leah? Yes. Okay, yes. Leah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, I'm a professional organizer, and I have a business called Stellar Organizing Service. Uh, background is uh, sports. <laughs> grew up with sports, and I have a family. I have three sons, one grandson, and one on the way. Oh, my. Um, a very active life. Um, and just enjoy um, doing new things and meeting new people. Right, now what was it that inspired you to get into being a professional organizer? When I was a young mother, I didn't know anything domestic <laughs> and I had to learn. And when things were overwhelming, when they got to that point, because I wasn't used to piles of laundry and cooking and cleaning and doing a lot of domestic work, um, I had to figure things out. Well, uh, I would go to the library at night when the kids were asleep and look for books uh, for help. And I found this book called um, Confessions of an Organized Housewife. And in that book, it gave me hope. It, I realized that, you know what, you can get on top of things. But the key ingredient was, was me. And once I learned that from that book, that I had to become coach, then I said, all right, boys, we're going to get things in order here. So that kind of was the switch for me. Um, I had to take charge and, and that's what, that's what did it. I, I got interested. That's wonderful. That's a great story. Thanks for sharing. I think we all need a little bit more organization in our lives and we all need a coach in that regard for sure. Um, Ray, and Ray, how do you say your last name so I don't mess it up? Oh, hold on. Let me unmute you. Got you. Unmute. I'm muting. Okay. No, I did it again. <laughs> Welcome to technology. 
is it Ray Noldy? Nold. Nold. Um, okay. I guess I'll start with that. Um, my husband's last name is Nold. He's German. Um, so that's where that name is from. <laughs> so, um, yes. Um, I, I'm a nutritional chef and a health coach. I help people to basically identify what their superfoods are. Um, if you have an issue or a problem, or maybe you just want to eat healthier and you don't know what that looks like. Um, I go through and I help people get their mind in order um, and kind of heal that Band-Aid drive-through mindset. Okay. Um, yeah. What inspired you to take that route? Um, I personally have led a very busy life being from one of the busiest industries that you could possibly be in, which is culinary. Um, as I was doing that, I realized how fast I was actually moving. Um, I had a digestive disorder. Um, I was stressed. I had a lot of things going on. And so part of that for me was the journey of hearing myself um, and realizing, wow, like all of these things put together really does affect us in a very big way. Um, it's not even just about eating the right things or you know, that kind of thing. And so that led me to study all this stuff and decide, you know what, I'm going to add health coaching and nutrition and different things to what I already do. And so I did. And so now that's what I do. I help people. I put it all together and I help people come up with something that works for them. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, we also have on the line, so we have already two people make impacts in our lives. We've got health and then clutter. <laughs> And then we also have another person here on the, uh, with us that she also impacts health as well. And it's Valerie Maxson. Did I say that correct, Valerie? Yes, and I can still barely hear you, so I'm trying really hard to hear what you're saying. Okay, so just tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got started in your industry. Okay, I'm a um, personal trainer, and I have been um, a part of health and um, fitness my entire life. I was a gymnast growing up and I did coaching there as well. And I've just always enjoyed the, um, you know, eating healthy, working out, taking care of myself. And um, so now I am a personal trainer. I also compete. Um, I'm about, I compete in NPC um, bikini bodybuilding. So I started that a couple of years ago. And I just, I enjoy helping women, um, you know, meet their fitness goals, whatever that might be, and just helping them, you know, like I said, like reach those goals and just see their, you know, you just see their self-esteem rise and everything. It's just something that I just have passion for just to help them with their health, their fitness, um, their overall well-being. That's awesome. Well, you guys just in hearing what your stories have been so far and kind of what your inspiration is inspires even me, like people like us, we all need that inspiration, which is part of what the Unmuted Life is about is giving us tools to help us live to be our best selves. And then our final guest on the show is Maru. Maru is not a stranger to the program. She's actually been on the program before. But Maru, would you please tell everyone, again, what you do um, and how you got started? Yeah, well, my name is Miru, and I am originally from Kazakhstan. So the, I started a financial education journey. It was based on my cultural difference uh, observation. As well as professionally, I was working for procurement organization, which is all about reducing costs, improving processes. 
So I kind of tied it back to personal finances versus uh, what corporate world does in a bigger strategic scale. Mm -hmm. So I felt like seeing uh, that since I have embedded habits to managing money culturally, I felt like the financial education lacking in my environment here in my new country. So I thought, well, maybe we all are given certain gifts and maybe this was one of my gifts that I can share with people or at least encourage them to be, um, you know, less stressed over money. Because in the end of the day, even though people say money isn't everything, but as we know, everything needs money. <laughs> so it's kind of like leading the meaningful life but at the same time, not making about always being stressed and miserable and arriving at the age of 65 and you're still broken, still miserable. So ask yourself, did I live a meaningful life? Probably will not be answer yes if you're stressed all the time. Yes. So I kind of try to also tying back to clutter, cluttering, right? Our minds are so cluttered. We are distracted by sparkles in the malls and all this stuff it's just simplifying and just seeing your own value not getting distracted by noise around you right yeah. so i have a question you girls each do something a little bit different but you're come together on a cause that you're all passionate about where did you meet and i'm going to ask ray to answer that where did you how did you guys connect i'm going to unmute you there you go Oh, not quite. Self-muted as well. There you so go. make sure we didn't hear anything. That's okay. So where did you all connect? Um, we connected, um, Maru and I connected at a Biz Connect event, a networking event. Um, and then from there, I was introduced to um, this decluttering master sitting next to her. And I believe basically my connector is Maru. <laughs> so everyone <laughs> I met through Maru. Yeah. Maru, when you met Ray and the other ladies, how did you guys mastermind this um, seminar you guys got coming up? So when, like Leah was saying, we all get wrapped up in certain situation. So for me, as I moved to from one house to another, I had this one little spot in front of my front door, which is happens to be my office. So as I declutter other part of my homes, I was gathering stuff in this one corner or else I need to take this to Goodwill, this uh, closing for my kids getting small, I need to get rid of it. So it happened after like almost a year, I realized that corner was my uh, hoarding corner, I guess. Because I was always, like we all do, right? I'm busy, I'll start my diet on Monday type of situation. So I happened to meet Leah and said, hey, and she was running a special that month. And I said, you know what? I will just pay $100 and for her to come in two hours, just take all my stuff away because I don't have time to drive to Goodwill. So she came in, she helped me to reduce all the stuff away. And now I have a functioning office. As you can see, we are recording in my office. So that's how, and as we were, as we were working together at the same time, of course, I tend to ask a lot of questions. And then as I got to know her, I just 
kind of asked her, would you be interested to do seminar with me? Because the initial plan was just her and me because I thought clutter and money kind of makes sense. We clutter because we emotionally stressed and then we go spend money and buy more clutter, right? So I thought, and then as in the process of us getting ready, I met Leah. And then when she started talking about the food education, I thought, well, that makes sense. When people eat bad food, that triggers them being lazy, then they become um, messy. And then when they become messy, they go shopping, spend money. So it makes sense. And then as we put brought Leah in, and then I personally started working out with uh, Valerie. And then it was, well, actually, now you make sense to add a fitness professional. Because the reason everything was born is based on my personal challenges and personal experiences. So I thought, well, you know, if Valerie can help me with exercise and, you know, I can ask questions about the food preparation with from Rhea and of course getting a little help from uh, why not and I thought that we can help a lot of people to empower themselves in different areas and the good thing about you know somebody may be great at managing money but they may need help in food area or the health area so we may not necessarily have audience where they need all four areas of improvement but maybe one or two or maybe all who knows right so right. we just thought we can bring better benefit to people by uh, working together. And as you know, together we're always stronger, right? We, mm -hmm. we can make bigger things together than alone. So right. that was the idea of this coming together. I love it. I love what you guys are on a mission to do. So here's one of the questions I have for right now. And this one's going to go first to Leah and then to Valerie. So Leah, I'm going to start with you. What are some of the biggest challenges you believe people face today in your expertise? Time. Time. People, yes. People are, um, have a lack of time to do some of the things they would rather be doing. So with time being the biggest element that's an obstacle for people, what would you, how would you counteract that? How would you give that instruction? Priority, prioritize. Um, basically, uh, if there is an issue of some sort, um, try to narrow it down to your priorities. Try to figure out what's most important. And, um, if you can do that and pinpoint three or four things, you've got a starting point to say, hey, you know, if, uh, if the world ended six months from now, what's really important to me? What, what, um, what, do I, what am I gonna feel good about at the end of, end of the world? You know, that sort of thinking um, you, and getting into a private place and figuring out your priorities away from all the clutter and the noise that goes on in our lives is a good starting point. Okay, that's good advice. Valerie, what about you? What is the biggest obstacle you think people face right now? Um, as far as they're working out? Yes. I would say what I hear the most is, um, is life happens and they, don't have the time. So they'll be like, well, I meant to go to the gym and I had it in my schedule. And then, you know, they miss one day and they miss two days and then they miss a week. And then, you know, it's really hard to get back into it when you get out of that, um, 
out of that cycle. So that's, um, I think, not putting it on your calendar, not putting it, you know, making it as a priority. I think, you know, it's something you've got to take care of yourself. You've given one body, you're giving, you know, and you need to take care of it and you need, you know, to take care of yourself and it needs to be a priority. So I would say, um, it, it's like what she is saying, the time, you know, and putting it on the schedule, putting it in the calendar, you know, these three days a week at this time, I'm going to work out, or even if you do it at home, wherever you do it at. So when somebody falls off the wagon, not naming any names, Stacey Jada, when somebody falls off the wagon, <laughs> what, what's, what's your, okay, this is what you got to do. What do you tell that person? I just, um, I, I just tell them, I, we can't look back to that. You know, we can't look back. We can only look forward and we're going to take some baby steps. And I really try to find out why they fell off the wagon, listen to them talk. I try to get them to talk more and then help them find a solution to what's going to work for them as far as, okay, how can we get back on and get you, um, you know, back into the gym, whatever it might be. Some people just need a little accountability. I could just say, Hey, contact me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on these times you said you're going to go and just shoot me a text that you went, you know, so it just depends. Everybody's so different. I like that. And I'm just going to comment on that. So, um, I am your normal American who doesn't like to work out, mm -hmm. yes. but my daughter runs track mm -hmm. and when she goes to the track. I try to walk the track while she's running. Right. And I do double duty. So like, I'm usually walking the track. I, I, some people would pray or meditate. I do that <laughs> when I'm walking. But I've noticed we there's a group of ladies we do it together so that we force each other to go because otherwise it's the guilt factor. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. and we solve a lot of problems on that track, y'all. <laughs> we don't walk that. We solve a lot of exactly. If, if I'm mad, I am I am walking the track. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But like you said, having a friend is key too. Just finding someone to go work out with you that just I mean that helps so much. Well, it does because I know that I would sit there if like mm -hmm. nobody was there or I used to. I don't do it anymore. But as soon as somebody showed up, I mean, shoes weren't even like an issue. It's like, well, I don't care. You got shoes on. So come on, let's go. We'll just walk slower. You know, right. it's worked out good. I love, yeah. I, I think um, we all have the, on each one of your categories, we all face our own demons in some way, form or fashion. Um, and even if we are that, that person or the expert, we still face that the same challenges, but we've learned to move through them maybe faster than other people. You know, we still have those. Um, Ray, we got to take you off mute, but tell us also um, about you and what do you see as one of the biggest obstacles and how do we work through it? My biggest obstacle string here is going to be pretty much time and people showing up for themselves. A lot of times we prioritize other people over ourselves, but really in reality, we don't realize that we're bringing a D and C and F version to the table of ourselves when we're burned out and tired and exhausted. And, you know, okay, maybe it is. And then sometimes, especially with cooking or like working out, like, you know, Valerie was saying, like people start to view that as obligation. And that also um, kind of like plays into stress in our heads and so then we now we're just we're doing too much and so i kind of like to bring people back and, and remind them that small hinges swing big doors and i go mm -hmm. for you you may not be able to commit to something huge right now you you may have that problem but how we get out of it is instead of saying i'm gonna go cook an entire thanksgiving meal or i'm gonna go run a marathon what you're going to do is you're just going to walk around the corner of your house. What you're going to do is you're just going to go make yourself a turkey sandwich. 
what you're going to do is just get in the habits, the little habits that we build for ourselves, like one thing at a time will actually start to encourage us to do more. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I see it time and time again, and I have, you know, and it's funny because you have different personalities of people and some are like, I am so ready to change. But <laughs> that critter brain is like, I am not ready to change. And you fight and you fight. And it's like, they end up, we, we were back at square one. Now we just need to, once again, small hinges, swing big doors. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember just a couple of days ago, I was talking to my fitness friend and I said, you know, I said, I think I want to, I think I'm, my mind is ready to start working out and, you know, doing stuff again. As far as like, I, I do a lot of cardio, but I don't do a lot of like lifting and stuff. And she was telling me, you got to do 100 push-ups a day to get the results that you're looking for, but you don't have to do it all at one time. And I said, yeah, okay. So why I went to do five push-ups, I did them, but like, oh my God, I could not get up, right? (laughs) And I was like, okay, so definitely going to keep it at five for now. And we're going to go use the wall instead of the floor. But my point is, even I have to use small tactics to get to my goal, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think I did a hundred that day. I just did five because I was like, it's hard, right? But I did five more than I did yesterday. And I think that's what we don't do. We don't celebrate our small wins. So I like to encourage people to celebrate the small stuff and, it, you know, show up for yourself. You're just as important as that next person, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I, I have a, a philosophy about giving yourself grace. So we're all in a, in a state of progress, but it's about giving ourselves grace for when we do fall off the wagon or we don't have the most optimal day. The neat thing is we get to go at it again um, and just forgive ourselves in the process because you know what? We are human, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we're also inspiring others because every time we get up and try again, Maybe we do use the wall instead of the floor. Maybe um, we cook at home and that inspires somebody else to cook at home. Or we, um, we have that trainer that takes us just one step deeper, right? And mm-hmm. someone's like, wow, if she can do it, I can do it. And I think there's a lot of empowerment when we see others who are mere mortals, just like we are, making great strides. And then having an encouragement, like with you ladies as coaches, um, giving them the um, the inner self-talk to help them go. You know, you kind of give them the tools to equip them to go further. Maru, what about you? What do you think is the big obstacle right now for people? And how do you overcome that obstacle with them? Yeah, I think it's kind of similar to everyone um, saying is time. Even though a lot of people don't understand that time equals money. It's just because it's not in your hands or tangible, uh, they don't equate. And I think the second point is because we are busy, we don't have time to educate ourselves in that uh, area. And obviously most of us, I guess, especially in the American culture, we brought up in this fair of uh, uh, instant gratification is grabbed so easily because you can go swipe your card even though you didn't earn that money. So I think those uh, time and education is all ties back where people feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And the third one is distraction. Distraction from your own values. 
Meaning, you may not need a big house just because your friend bought a big house doesn't mean you need the big house. It may not align with your goals. But um, again, for people, they just need to identify their values and stick to it. No matter somebody giving you sparkles, I call, I call marketers as pickpocketers. Pick they distract you with sparkle and then you end up buying it and even though it may not align with your goals. And, and it is okay to spoil yourself with sparkles you know, here and there, but still you have to keep your eye on the price you know, establishing short, medium, long-term vision. And again, ties back to, I don't have time. Well, you may not have time, but later you won't have time to enjoy anything, right? Right. So, yeah. So again, time, uh, people tying to their values of what they need because everybody's different. Well, at some point, a sacrifice has to be made, right? Yes, definitely. Sacrifice early and you take initiative with, your organization or your health or your fitness or your money and you take that sacrifice early mm -hmm. and you pay that price or you don't take any initiative and later you're still going to have to make a sacrifice and pay the price yes and usually it's a much larger price the longer we wait right and the sacrifice yeah. is greater because we didn't plan efficiently we didn't have good vision for ourselves um or we like fried chicken a lot Okay, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isana, my poor students. Um, so if you were to tell people today, I want you to make one change and I want you to do it right now today, you can start today. What is the immediate change someone can do right now? Not someone being Stacy Jada, but anybody else possibly listening. Uh, Valerie, what one change could somebody do today immediately that could shift everything for them? I tell them to move more. Move you know, more. If, you can take, if you can take the stairs or you can park further out in the grocery store, you know, don't get the front spot, get the, the spot way out, get, you know, be walking more, more movement in, um, more activity. Okay, so just those little things, stairs, just longer walk. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good advice. Wear tennis shoes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Leah, what about you? I think I can. Repeat that to yourself over and over and over. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And you will. Mm -hmm. Okay. So implement that immediately and things start to shift. I love that. All right. Maru, what one thing can we implement today to make a shift? in your field of expertise? I think to find your purpose. Find your purpose kind of aligning what you need long-term. And uh, I think when you find your value or purpose, that's your kind of an account, you're establishing accountability. Why you have to sacrifice, you know, through that journey. And that is kind of your price within you to have it. If you don't have a purpose, then you'd be just like a robot getting up, going to work, coming and being unhappy. So value is very important. Okay. And then um, Ray. One thing would be to practice being mindful of the moment um, when we're eating or anything else, slowing down, really feeling our self, like our food and things like that. 
um, because when your stress is active, you can make a miracle meal and it's not going to fix you. But um, learning how to slow down and understand how you felt after you ate something or just take the time to enjoy the food that's in front of you. Um, so I would tell people to actually take their 30 minute lunch break for real. Don't just say you're on lunch break and still work, <laughs> you know. Live in that moment. Okay, so I'm going to tie your four little puzzle pieces together because I think what we just did, that was a really cool exercise because this is how it tied together. So how can we take, what can we do immediately today uh, to make a difference in our lives? And this, you've applied it to your field of expertise, but listen to how this works out. We need to get moving, think we can, know our purpose, and enjoy the moment. That's pretty amazing how you guys all tie together like that. So I think that is awesome advice. Um, all right, well, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about your seminar, because now we know a little bit about you, where you are, what your philosophies are, and how you can serve, how you like to serve others. And so um, let's just talk about the seminar. I think the, the date is December the 12th. Marie, is that correct? Yes, December 12th at 1.30 p.m. at the Woodlands Chamber. And we have the event set at the event bright. And we have links on uh, our social media circulating. You can reach out to any of us. If you need more details, we will share with you. Okay. And I'm going to have all the links also through the podcast and everything so people can connect yeah. on, on my own. Um, so when they come to the seminar, what, where are you, what are your focuses on? How long is the seminar? It's two, it's about three hours. About three hours. And yes. is there a cost to the seminar? Well, it's free because it's free we're trying to add value. Um, and uh, uh, so the, the only price people will pay is their time, which means we want them to respect their own time and put pause in their life and take initiative to be better 2020 and beyond, we call it, right? So it's for their own selves if they want it. And we are there to support them as best as we can and share all we know. And so what are each of you going to, in your time allotted, what, what value, what are you going to give to them? What is their nuggets that they get to look forward to? Um, Leah, what's the nuggets that you're going to share with your audience on that day? Eliminating clutter without stress. Ooh, eliminating clutter without stress? Without stressing. Oh, without stressing. <laughs> 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 Some people really do stress over that. Yes, it's true. And uh, Maru, what will you be sharing that day? So I'll be talking about um, kind of is your financial house in order by doing exercises to get them ready to start the new year on a, you know, without stressing. So kind of giving them tool, basic tools based on the limited time but will involve them in interactive exercises where they can think about where they can implement improvement going forward. Perfect. Okay. Valerie, what will you be sharing at that day? Um, I'll be sharing that you don't need to have a gym um, to work out things that you can do at home or at the office. So should we wear our tennis shoes? You, should, you don't even have to wear your tennis shoes, but you can. <laughs> okay. Things we can do barefoot without a gym. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> 
All right, and Ray, what will you be sharing that day? I'm just gonna be sharing um, quick um, tips and, and tricks to get a, um, a healthy or you know a, a nutrient-packed meal rather very quickly um, or on the go or if you're trying to buy something. So I'll be kind of showcasing that and giving people advice in that arena. You guys have a really great program lined up for everybody and i think that um whomever attends is going to really walk away with things that they can apply to not just help them through the holiday season which is naturally just a stressful time but even taking it into their every days and the one thing i've noticed over the years is the more technology we have to make our lives simpler the more, in a way, out of control and busier that we are and our lives we've filled up with so much stuff that we're not pausing long enough to, to focus on these healthy aspects of a quality life, you know? Um, we only get one, one shot at this one. So what you guys are giving to everyone helps them live very fulfilled, um, impactful lives in their day-to-day -day in a healthful manner. If you don't feel good, how are you going to go out and do the good work you're supposed to do um, to serve others? You know, if you feel stressed at home because you, you can't find your, you know, the things you need to do your job, then you go out and you're not as impactful with others or you're angry with your family. And the same thing with our finances. We don't serve other well when we can't serve our own finances. So everything you do, in my eyes, from the immune life, is you help people be able to relax those things so that they can live with their purpose and talent and do God's work the way we're intended without being distracted by stuff that's actually within our own power. So I love what you're doing. And on our final note, I ask everybody this question. Because there's four panelists, you each get to only give me one. But I always ask, what would you tell somebody to do to live an unmuted life for someone to live their best life what one piece of advice would you give them and who would like to begin leah do you want to start believe in you and what you can do maru uh for me i think coming back to believe put the superwoman or superman costume in your imaginary world where you can do anything and make it happen. Okay. Valerie? I would say, I would say um, stay authentic and true to who you are. Mm -hmm. And then Ray? I would say to stand up for what you believe in and who you are. So. Thank you, ladies. You guys gave me a ton to think about today, like more than you could possibly know, like make a little notes over here. <laughs> and I look forward because I will be at your seminar and I'm going to be soaking it all in. So I just want to say thank you. And for the audience, I'm going to be back in just a second with some, um, some just final thoughts that we talked about, but also know that all these ladies and their, um, their, uh, contact and also their um, seminar information will be in the podcast notes. You guys can check it out and follow them. I'm sure they're Instagrammy and Facebooky and website and all those things that we do. So you'll be able to track them down. And I'll be right back with a few thoughts after the break.
I was really wowed by today's guests. They each brought so many pearls of wisdom for us to learn from, and I'm excited about what they do and collaborate on together for their upcoming seminar. Some of the things I took away from today's episode was actually um, really outstanding to me was one of the phrases used, which was small hinges swing big doors, small hinges swing big doors. And that just stood out to me as something we need to remember, especially when we're on our paths to greatness. Well, why would we think about that? It's because it's the everyday little things that we do that add up over time that make the big difference. So it's that slight edge mentality that we apply to our lives. They gave us four key things to think about on our day-to-day to lead unmuted lives. Uh, one of them was purpose, and then to think that you can, and then slow down and be mindful of your moment, and then finally to get moving. If we take those four things and we just apply them a little bit every day to the dailies of our lives, what we're going to see at the end of 365 days is great transformation. So as we enter into 2020 and we're breaking into new ground, make this your transformative year and begin to be mindful of your moments. Slow down to do that. Get moving on the things you need to get moving on. Believe that you can and repeat it to yourself often and do everything with intentionality and purpose. And that concludes today's episode of The Unmuted Life. With that, we'll see you next time. Be sure to follow on Facebook at Stacy Jada Unmuted and give us a like and a follow on our podcast episodes.